Good evening. Today I have the lovely Kerry with me. Hi, Kerry. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yep. Um, I'm Kerry. I write under the name of K.M. Harding. Um, I've recently just written my debut novel, a romantic suspense called Broken. Um, I also work part time for the NHS and I am a mum of two wonderful children most of the time. Um, and I currently live in Cumbria. Very popular area for authors, so I don't know why. <laughs> uh, probably the countryside. <laughs> Hills and sheep, that's all I remember from Cumbria. <laughs> yeah, pretty, that's pretty much it. Did you always want to write? Um, yes and no. My very young self wanted to be a mechanic back in the day. And with the car trouble I've had over the years, I wish I'd actually stuck to that in some ways. Um, but I've always been a massive reader, so I've always loved books. I say writing probably came to me in high school. I wrote an article for English, and it was then that my English teacher suggested journalism, um, which then sent me to uni to do a creative writing degree. Um, and it kind of came from there. During my degree, I actually turned more to screenwriting than I did novel writing at the time. And then I don't know when, because I probably started writing it back in 2009 as a screenplay. So Broken was originally a screenplay. Um, and at some point in those 10, 11 years, it changed to a novel. And it kind of went from there, really. And what made you decide that you wanted to go the whole hog and get it published? Um, honestly, my husband, <laughs> um, for a long time, I honestly thought I was just writing for the fun of it. I mean, I, I have my kids and I was really busy and writing was kind of something I did to de-stress. So I'd either read a book or I'd do some writing. So it was kind of, it was kind of on and off for years. Um, and then I finally got to the end, which I never thought I'd reach, but I did. And it was kind of after that, that my hobby started talking to me about publishing. And once he planted the seed it kind of grew and I thought you know what actually yeah I've spent on and off 10 years working on this so why not might as well give it a shot and hopefully people would like it and um what made you choose that particular genre um I've always been a massive romance fan but I do like a little bit of grit a little bit of thriller a little bit of darkness thrown in there um so I kind of combined the two mostly um, um yeah um I do like a good love story mind but at the same time I'm not a fan of, I like slower burn kind of stories and I'd say mine's somewhere in the middle it's kind of slow burn but then it gets quite heavy fast um so yeah so it's probably my two favorite genres combined into one did you have a favorite character do you know what I love my main character but for me Paul is one of my side characters. He's the older one of the group, so he's 35 or 36. Um, and he's kind of the daddy of the group. He has a teenage daughter. Um, and he's kind of comes across as a bit of a hard man, but on the inside, he's a, he's a complete and not a teddy bear. And I actually think he's my favorite character out of all of them, which surprised me. I thought it would be my main character or even the male main character, the one she falls for. Um, but no, Paul is definitely, he's just cocky, but funny about it. And then really really supportive to the other characters when they need it. Did anything surprise you when you started writing? Did you learn anything that you didn't expect? 
Um, because well, because my uh, novel kind of delves into abuse and slightly darker subjects, it was yeah, doing the research and learning just how much of it is out there and how many people actually go through. I read a lot of survivor stories. Um, so that was, yeah, it was a little bit terrifying actually and kind of heartbreaking at the same time, but it was also valuable because obviously it helped me progress my story because I kind of wanted to do it justice without just downplaying the past and kind of bring it to a to an end. So yeah, that was, it was good in a way obviously for research, but it, yeah, it was quite heartbreaking as well. And um, what was the most fun chapter or fun scene that you wrote without spoilers, obviously? Oh, do you know, actually, there is a, there's a scene where, um, it's kind of hard without spoilers. It's kind of, the, it's a group dynamic. So you've got the two main characters who form each other and then you've got the friends all around. There's about six in total. And there's basically just one scene where they're all just hanging out. And it's my favourite scene because it's got the best banter in it. Um, it's very much based off uh, me and my husband, actually, because we, we we go at it. It's, yeah, people always joke about our playful domestics. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was probably my, because it was a bit more fun. It was a step away from the darker side. And it's where everybody just had a proper laugh. So that was probably one of my favourite chapters out of the whole thing. Do you have any fears or phobias? And um, would you write about them? Ooh, um, I have a lot of fears and phobias. I probably will end up writing about them because I have that many. I mean, spiders, water, the list is endless heights. Um, so yeah, I probably would if it was relevant to the story. I, but yeah, I have a lot of them. <laughs> oh, bless you. Yeah, uh, I probably, if I really thought about it, I probably would as well, so. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it's good for writing. Yeah, it is in a way, yeah. <laughs> um, has your husband read your book? He has read my book, actually. He was the, well, him and my best friend were re re reading at the same time, but she's a quicker reader than he is because he's he's not a reader at all. He's he's a, he's a movie buff. Um, so technically she finished it first, but that egged him on to finish it quicker. <laughs> um, so yes, he has read it. Um, and he enjoyed it, to be fair. I mean, he could be biased. I always think of him as biased, but he said he enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, and that's, I think it was after reading it that he actually started to push me towards publishing more. Um, so yeah, he did. He probably oh, was the next one. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you got him to read one, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, apart from the banter between you and your husband, are there any uh, secret jokes in there that only a few people would understand? Oh, probably not actually, now that I think about it. We were um, arguably probably a little bit too honest, even with people around us, we, we, we don't hold back. Um, so yeah, I can't actually imagine anything that, any inside jokes or anything that I can think of. Nope, not off the top of my head. Nothing that nobody would probably already know. <laughs> <laughs> We're terrible. Nothing wrong with that, I don't think. <laughs> um, if you made lots of author friends since you became a, an official author. Do you know what I have actually? Um, 
Twitter has been very good for the writing community on there. It's been really, really good. Um, and obviously that leads to Facebook and other things. Um, so yeah, it's been really, really nice to have people who understand the writing process and how stressful it can be at times as well. And to have people to vent for, uh, vent, vent to even. Um, but yeah, there's there's one particular lady on uh, Twitter who were kind of, we started the publishing process at the same time, both self-published. We kind of connected on Twitter and we've been a bit of a support network for each other, which has been really ni nice. And then obviously Matt's been a big help as well. Yeah, he's just lovely anyway, isn't he? Oh, he is. Do you know what? Yeah, I, do you know, I've never actually met him in person, and yet he's always offered to help out on things, which is really, really nice. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I've never met him either, but yeah, he's lovely. <laughs> he's one of life's good guys, isn't he? <laughs> Try not to give him too big a head, though. <laughs> yeah, be careful. <laughs> um, is there one standout favourite moment so far since you first began writing or the whole process of publishing? Um, probably my first review from somebody who I could not make any connection to whatsoever, even through Facebook or Twitter, just somebody who was a complete stranger. I had one on Goodreads and um, she started it with an amazing debut. And that for me was the best, that, that was my goal to have just that one stranger who didn't know me by any kind of connection to enjoy my book literally made my year. It really did, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and do you get a lot of feedback from readers? Um, a lot of my readers that I've got feedback for have been fellow writers more so than I have. I mean, I've had a few reviews um, from obviously people who I don't know and regular readers, but most of the feedback I get do tend to be from other writers, which isn't a bad thing because I find other writers tend to be quite honest about the actual writing style rather than the story and things you can work on, which is is always great. I, I don't believe in perfect, so the more feedback, the better. <laughs> <laughs> if you're able to spend a day with any author, dead or alive, who would you like to spend a day with? Oh, can I pick three? It'd be the Bronte sisters. I love the Bronte sisters. They are... Yeah, they, Jane Eyre, Tenant of Wildfell Hall, all of them are just, yeah, even though I write absolutely nothing like that, my writing style is completely different. But those books made me really, really, really fall in love with reading. So yeah, I'd, plus completely different time as well. And I'd love to see what it was like for them as writers and as women and as, you know, in that time. And uh, yeah, and compare notes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you may as well while you're there, yeah. get all their tips. <laughs> um, and I totally forgot what I was going to ask you. Literally gone. <laughs> all the time. I had a question ready and it's just gone. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Right. Um, are you a big reader now still? And what sort of things do you read? Um, I am a still a big reader, actually. I find that, especially if I'm in a bit of a writing slump or I need a break, um, I, I, I think I had one a few weeks back and I think I read about eight books in four days or something. I'm a very fast reader as well. Um, I tend to stick to romance thrillery types, but I have been branching out a little bit. Um, I've been trying to read a lot of, like a lot of the people I've met on social media and stuff who are fellow writers, trying to read their books, see what's out there. So yeah, I, I do love a good book. Like, you can't be a good 
um so yeah so I've, I've kind of got a very 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 long list of uh books to get through which will probably take me all year but yeah I still read as much as I used to and would you consider writing in any other genres um I don't know maybe I think I know my next one I mean I'm not very far into it and I'm still figuring out where it's going but that one is definitely going to be more thriller than it is romance I find I'm finding I'm enjoying writing the thriller side more than the romance um part of me is tempted to go into horror just to see if I can <laughs> because I do I mean I hate horror films because they make me jump but I can handle the book because I can't see it even though it still gives me the same chills it's not the same as being jumped um so I do quite like a good horror every now and again so that yeah after this one I might depend on how this one goes a good time to get all your fears and phobias out into a book as well <laughs> definitely and <laughs> um, if you get any free time what would you like to do with it oh gosh free time what's that um do you know what if i had more free time i'd probably exercise more if i could honestly i miss um before my kids i used to exercise a bit more regularly on the weekends and I miss going out into fresh air. Me and my hubby used to play badminton. And we used to absolutely love it. But uh, yeah, since kids, pretty much <laughs> non-existent. <laughs> um, yeah, even going out sometimes, um, you know, to the cinema and things would be nice every now and again if we got a little bit more free time. But yeah, as they get older, we'll be fine. Yeah, it'll come back. And then you'll miss them. So. Yeah, you're right, I will. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you're able to travel to any um, period of time, either forward or back, where would you like to go? Ooh. I think I would go to Tudor times. My mum is obsessed with the Tudors. And I'm really curious. I think, I think I'd take her with me. Um, I'd be quite, because I've obviously grown up listening to nothing but Tudors, um, It'd be nice to see what it was really like. And to meet Henry VIII, just to see how bad he really was. Just because, I, yeah, I, I can't imagine somebody being so willing to, you know, chop off a white's head and that. Um, so I think he'd be quite an interesting character to meet in person. So yeah, probably Tudor times. <laughs> um, if you were to meet any author, who, was the, who would be the one that you'd fangirl over most? <laughs> Other than the Brown Sisters, I've already said them. Um, probably Maya Angelou. Um, I studied one of her books in university. Um, I think, oh, do you know what? I've totally forgotten the name of it now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, it was it was my favorite. I remember it being my favorite book out of the whole of my university course. Um, so yeah, I think that would probably be the person. I'd probably be like, oh my word, is that really that person? <laughs> <laughs> uh, was there any books in your university course that you ended up hating forever? Uh, oh, what was it now? It was Gabriel Garcia Marquez, I think. And it was 100 Years of Solitude or 1,000 Years of Solitude, one of those. I just, I couldn't get my hand, head around it. 
all the, a lot of the characters have the same names. I mean, there was even a timeline in the beginning of the book of a family tree so that you could keep up. And it was just one, I just, I, I couldn't get my head around it. It was uh, <laughs> too confusing for me. <laughs> Yeah, I'd done um, A-level English literature and I had to read The Mill on the Floss and just have so much hatred for that book. <laughs> and I would never read it again, ever. No, I wouldn't read The 100 Years of Solitude either. I just, no. <laughs> um, when you're doing your edits, what's your most overused word or phrase? Um, smirked. That. Um, I also write tad a lot as well. I'm not quite sure why. Um, oh, there was another one that I've totally forgotten. Oh, just. Those words are the ones I always overuse and I end up having to find and go through every single one. See which ones I actually need, yeah. <laughs> just is very common. Very common. <laughs> I talk like that. I say just all the time when I'm speaking, so it's kind of natural yeah trust me it's uh 80 of authors i reckon overuse just so you're not alone <laughs> um if i was to ask your darling hubby what your most annoying habit was what would you say my mood swings without a doubt i do you know what you think after i mean my oldest kid now is almost eight so you think after eight years, I'd be used to getting up in the morning because they both, both go to bed at like seven, but they wake up early, which is fine by me because I need my writing time. But yeah, you'd think I'd be used to it and I'm not. I am awful in the morning. I am so moody. And then if the house hasn't been tidied the night before, I then get even worse and I start pattering around the kitchen. Yeah, I do have a habit of sometimes going from up here to down here like, like that. <laughs> yeah, it would probably be my mood swings. Who's your first celebrity crush? Leonardo DiCaprio. I was 10 years old when uh, Titanic came out. And yeah, I, I fell in love with Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I remember trying to actually uh, get into the cinema, but it was a 12. And the person behind the desk said my two friends looked old enough, even though we were all 10. They said she, they looked old enough and that I wasn't. So they went in. <laughs> They went in and got to watch Leo DiCaprio and I didn't. <laughs> I remember being very, very sad that day. But yeah, I had these posters all over my wall and everything. <laughs> totally understandable. I think that's one of the few films I've gone to the cinema to see more than once, actually. So totally get that. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember how old I was when that came out. Probably best. <laughs> I don't think about it. <laughs> it's like 90, 90 something, wasn't it? 98, I think. 98. 98, something like that, yeah. I was 15 then. I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bad. But yeah, it was a good film. And he was hot in that. He was, yeah. Um, so are you working on anything at the moment? And then do you know what you're going to do next? Oh, cracked up a little bit there, sorry. I missed the <laughs> end bit of it. Um, so uh, you said you're working on your second book at the minute and then do you know um, what you're going to do after that for definite? No. <laughs> no. Um, right now I'm focusing on just trying to get through this one, if I'm honest. Um, 
the the I suppose the downside of self-publishing is that it's self-made deadlines, and I'm not sure that works for me <laughs> um, because it gives me too much wiggle room to get distracted, usually by life. Um, but no, my plan is to hopefully get this one done within the next year, and then it's yeah, see what happens after that. I'm more of a I don't really have other ideas in my head until I've finished one, if that makes sense. I like to just, because otherwise I'll end up working on about 20 at once and then it'll just be chaos. Yeah. Uh, do you have a, a spreadsheet or anything in case anything does occur to you or do you just completely dismiss anything? If I think it's something that could potentially be really good, then I will make a note of it somewhere where is anybody's guess sometimes but usually on a piece of paper that I'll probably lose but um yeah if anything really sticks out then I will but for the most part I just say no I need to do this one <laughs> cool well I don't think I have any more questions for you unless you think there's anything that I haven't asked you that you want to tell us about no no grand thank you <laughs> so would you like to just tell everyone where they can find out more about you and where they can get your book from Yep, my book is available on Amazon in ebook and paperback. And you can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the joy that is TikTok. TikTok, um, yeah. <laughs> I've no learning, idea how that works. Yeah, it's a learning experience. <laughs> yeah, it's been interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, brilliant. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome.